Musician Maynard Keenan once shared the insight, I think the biggest problem working with me would be that I'm an only child, so I have an internal dialogue that goes on that I just assume you can hear. <laughs> I know Judy loved having a child. In our interview, I didn't actually ask her if she had wanted more children. Being a stepmom and becoming Matthew's mom at 40 was pretty exciting. Welcome to episode number 54. Today, Judy and I talk about children, same or different. Her legacy writing is called My One and Only. We talk about teasing and the way babies look. And then we discuss how close Judy feels to Michelle and I. It's like she was a mom to us for so much of our childhoods. We've always had a real value on relationships in our family, and we continue to work to keep growing in this area. Welcome. This is the Sidetrack Legacies Podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack sisters have been getting together to write for years, and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves who we are, what we've done, and what we believe. Now, we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So, grab a notebook, journal, or laptop, and listen in while the Sidetrack sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate, and preserve your stories. So, one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode. Please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast because it will help others find us. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now, here we go. Hey, Judy. Lisa, how's Lisa today? Great, thanks. What you up to? Well, I'm just getting ready for Easter. The big day is coming. I'm still waiting for responses for a few people that I'm really hoping will be there like you and your family. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know what we're going to bring. I will bring, I, I keep telling myself, I'm going to find a great new recipe of something to bring, something that's different and unusual. And I haven't found anything yet. I, well, I really haven't looked for anything yet, but um what I'm trying to decide is if I should ask you to build the jello that you put on our site, you know, the, the vegetable jello. And then mom the does that. I think she's bringing that, isn't she? She hasn't said. She said she's bringing deviled eggs and anything else. Do you remember how your recipe that you put in the food section called for lemon jello, mm -hmm. the carrots and cabbage and pineapple and maybe a few nuts. Right. And then the second oh, layer nuts. I forgot about the, the nuts. lime jello that was mm -hmm. just plain, right? Right. Yes. So when you flip it up, it's got a little green cap on it and the uh -huh. bottom part is the lime. Yes. And so um I thought huh. that take would take a degree of creativity. I thought <laughs> you might enjoy that. But you know, otherwise I, I can do it or mom can do it, whichever. We'll talk. Well, you know, I, the only thing, you know, I, I don't know if I have the right um, mold for it. Ah, okay. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. I wonder how I, I, you know, I'll look at the recipe and we'll talk because okay. I think most of my molds will hold the, the bigger box of jello, mm-hmm. but I don't know that it'll make, I wonder if you have to make that like separate. I don't know what you do anyway. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I'm looking forward to being with everybody on Sunday. <laughs> and by yes. then you'll have all your Easter stuff out of the way and you can tell your stories. What do you mean I'll have all my Easter stuff out of the way? What do you mean? Well, when we get together on Easter, we're getting together around 3, 30, 4 o'clock. So yeah. you will have already had your little in your house oh, celebration. Okay. So yes, exactly. I think we should. And, and remember, we're going to do the bunny contest. Yes, that's going to be so much fun. I haven't, I've wanted to tell like Caden, you know, there's going to be something fun. <laughs> but, but I you know, haven't. Uh, I just want to, I just want to like tease a little bit about, you know, I have a secret. <laughs> I love it. Do you suppose they'll be willing to give up their cell phones? They don't have a choice. If you want to participate, you have to. <laughs> and you don't have a choice of whether or not you're going to participate. You have to participate. Yeah. We have to post pictures on our Facebook page when we get the results <laughs> in, don't you think? Yes, definitely. Very yeah. definitely. I'm, and also- I'm, you know, I'm willing to make the, um, the gin, the sidetrack slush. Should I make that? Well, I think, I think you need to talk to your sister because I think she was going to switch from brandy to gin, but I think if you make gin and she makes brandy, that could be fun too. Okay. Yes. And we'll have to, um, post pictures of that because that's something that we've, we've written about and actually in, um, sidetrack legacies on the show notes for last week, we have those recipes. Yay. Okay. Yes. So we, we want to give that back because that's <laughs> a really cool recipe. I mean, it just flew out of here. It was like, I had the other super stuff, yummy. It, yeah, it was good. It was so refreshing and so spring-like, you know? Great. Okay. Well, that's once again, absolutely nothing that we're writing about today. Nothing. So let's absolutely move on. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this week we're writing about Kids, same, different. That's right. Same and different, same or different. And your legacy writing is called? My one and only. Okay. Let's hear it, Judy. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I never thought I would have children. So before the blessed event, I used to piggyback on my sister's two girls. Appearance-wise, there was a time when the four of us looked very much alike. We were in a Chinese restaurant in Oakland, California one night. When the waitress approached our table, she looked around at the four of us and said, four people, same face. We had a good laugh and decided the waitress was very observant. When my one and only child, a son, was born, I was impressed at how cute he was as a baby. I, on the other hand, was born two months early and was shriveled up and my uncle said, downright ugly. So began the differences between Matt and I. Matt always knows what he wants and has no trouble making decisions. Me, on the other hand, seldom can make up my mind. And when I do, I second guess myself. Matt has an amazing memory. I always tease him that he took mine and he'll have to help me remember things as we grow older. As Matt started to grow, he had the same white blonde hair that I had when I was young. He was always very sensitive. Did I say very sensitive and did not take well to teasing? Neither do I. 
He grew more and more stubborn as time went on, and I couldn't deny this trait. According to Matt, rules were made to be followed. He was a firm believer in following the rules. I felt the same way, although I always said it was because I could never get away with anything. If I tried to bend the rules, especially at home, I always got caught. I taught Matt about money when he was about eight. For several weeks after, every time I wrote a check at the grocery store or the drugstore, he would lean over and ask, do we have enough money to cover that check? I was a bit critical of myself for teaching him money lessons so early. Matt has always been a loner. He enjoys spending time doing what he enjoys. He does not need a bunch of people around to have a good time. On the other hand, he does enjoy interactions with his customers and close friends. He also enjoys downtime. I'm very much the same way. I enjoy meeting and talking with people. And at the same time, I have a need for downtime as well. Opinions are very strong in Matt's world. He states his opinion and backs it up with facts. Sometimes I disagree, but he can almost always win me over with his logic and facts. His dad says he gets this from me. I say it's from him. Maybe we're both right. In the area of food, Matt and I are very much alike. His taste is extremely varied. He'll test and try almost anything. This is a trait that he shares with me and his dad. As a middle schooler, his favorite food was asparagus. Go figure. The older Matt gets, the more he resembles my side of the family. He has a high forehead and a long oval face. He has always been on the slender side. This is a trait that ran in my family when we were younger. Matt bears a resemblance to my cousin, John, and even to my dad. Matt and his stepsister, Kylie, have always been told how much they look alike, and people have often mentioned that Kylie resembles me. I really think this comes from the fact that we both have light hair. I think it's really a case of guilt by association. Of course, as I write this opinion, I also have people tell me that Matt looks just like his dad. They do share some features and use many of the same thought processes. Thought processes. I like to think that Matt has the best of both of us. Opinions to the contrary may be expressed, but not necessarily accepted. Okay, so I'm going to start at not the beginning of your writing, but at the beginning of life. So, Judy, you have this complex where you were talking <laughs> about same and different. Um, okay, I, th I bet you anything that your mom and dad thought you were absolutely the most wonderful thing on the planet when you were born. And in terms of ugly or cute, Maybe that's where the whole, you know, scabby eyes and, and you know, big ears and scabby eyes became, was believable. So if you're told, you know, from your uncle, from the very minute that you're born, that you're wrinkled and ugly, um, maybe he's the one who set you on that road. Well, that's an interesting idea. And do you remember who we have compared Sandy to? No. Uncle Lloyd. Um, so he they saw a lot of the her. same. They, they have a same, lot of the same um, attributes, traits. Well, the same way of teasing people, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing and poking fun. And 
I mean, I bet I heard a thousand times from Lloyd. You were the ugliest little thing all shriveled oh up. My and, God. Yeah, oh, he used to say it all the time. And, you know, you have probably uncovered the beginning of my inferiority. Complex. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Why yeah. would he? You know, I guess. Why would somebody say that repeatedly to someone? Because I probably reacted. Yeah. Have you heard that people like to do that to people who react? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does anyone exactly. react more than I do? <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, what a put down, what a slam. And yet he found joy in that. So that leads me to wonder, you know, did I mean, I mean, he loved his body and his, did, you know, yeah. the way he, he was adorable. I mean, he was very handsome at all stages. So, but that leads me to think he wasn't a real nice person. <laughs> well, he was definitely a teaser, you know, he, I mean, but see, years own... ago, what we considered teasing then is bullying now. And yeah, yeah. I mean, we've become much more aware of the effects of teasing. Um, that's true. I you know, when it's, true. It, 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 I've, I've talked to somebody and they've said, can't I ever tease you? And it's like, well, when I'm not laughing and it's not fun for me, um, no, I don't appreciate the teasing. That is not something that I enjoy and I want to continue. Whether or not it brings you joy, it doesn't bring me any joy. So stop. Well, and you know, I even said in my writing that Matt does not enjoy being teased mm -hmm. and neither do I. And, and I think perhaps... The way I look at some teasing, and I'll just put myself out there, actually translates to me as being mean-spirited. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. there's the old saying that many a truth is spoken in jest. And yes, yes. You know, some exactly. of the things just hit the heart a little bit too hard. And I know mm -hmm. that when I hear those things, they go right to my heart. And, you know, I'm I'm, you know, what should I say? That's something I've worked a lot of my life to change. But when you're a from the heart person, that's mm -hmm. what happens. And so I try and say, okay, make that 18 inch journey. Instead of hearing it in your heart, hear it in your head and just forget <laughs> it. You know, not the easiest thing to accomplish. Yeah. So yeah. I have never made that comparison, but you know, mm -hmm. you have a point there. Mm -hmm. I, I have to think about that. Because yeah. I bet you by the time I was six months old, I was probably pretty darn cute, don't you think? Well, you know, you've got the pictures in the blog. And it's like every picture you guys bring up, I mean, it, don't you ever look at like actors and actresses and character actors and people who are wildly successful and self-confident? And sometimes you look at them and they go, you, you look at them and you just take step back and look at them out of context for a second. There are some really uh -huh. weird looking people out there <laughs> and, you know, and they're, they're happy. They're, they're weird looking, but they're like, they put themselves out there and they're fun and they're, they're dramatic and they're loved and they're making scads of money. And it's like, they own it. Don't they, they Lisa? Own they, it. Own yes. it. Yeah, I mean, they own it. Yes. Maybe they have they, this yeah. big, weird nose. I'm thinking of this one male actor. It's like, I don't know if he's ever had a problem with his nose, but you know, he's got a weird looking nose, if you ask me, but doesn't seem to bother him. And uh, or, or I, I remember in high school, there was this one um, young woman and she was of the fluffy side. She just put herself, she was like 
fun and everybody uh-huh. loved her. And, you know, she ended up getting married and having kids. And it's like, I mean, we all are so judgmental of ourselves, but if we're not judgmental of ourselves, other people aren't <laughs> we necessarily- can sure find somebody else who will be, right? <laughs> I don't think- No, I'm saying just going, the but... opposite. I'm saying just the opposite. I'm saying if you don't have that self-criticism, then nobody else has the, the ammunition to use, it, to, to use that against you. That's true. That, that's really an excellent point. And what I'm curious about is, does that come totally from, um, how do I want to say it? Totally from hearing it from other people that help makes you believe the opposite or, you know, what, what is it that develops that self-confidence, you know, because. Well, and- I, I mean, I do have an opinion about that. I think it has something to do with, I mean, when you're little and you're being told that you're ugly and I mean, you, I think there is a nurture component to it. Okay. So if you're bombarded okay. from a young age with um, words that make you feel ugly or inadequate, I think you're definitely going to have an uphill battle with that one. Okay. Um uh, but, I think I can, I can understand that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think people are becoming more aware, like um, for girls, um, you know, not being so focused on body image. One of the things that I know I've, I've focused on with Aubrey is telling her how, you know, beautiful her skin color is. Mm-hmm. And now that's not something she has control over. But I've also talked to her about how strong her legs are and the shape of them because of the, the dance that she's been in, the dancing that she's done, have made her, her, her flexible and strong and how wonderful that is. And um, she has a beautiful mm-hmm. confidence about her. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely and w- love it. One time when she was, I think she was like five or six, something like that. Um, she came home from school one day. And she asked me what a diet was. Oh, mm-hmm. she had <laughs> no idea what. Going. Well, what, she had no idea what a diet was because I've never been on a diet, and um, she was, you know, really curious because she had heard about. I mean, I don't know if it was somebody. I mean, this was a while ago now. If somebody, you know, had talked to her about being on a diet or going on a diet or where that had come from. But she was wondering if, you know, she should go on a diet. And if so, what was a diet? <laughs> and, yeah, before um, I go on it, what is yeah, it? <laughs> what is it exactly? And I just thought, wow, that's really interesting because, you know, I, I want her to eat healthy and um, to eat good foods, food that will make her, um, you know, energized and not mm-hmm. sluggish, um, mm-hmm. but to be in tune with her body about knowing what her body needs. So, I mean, there are mornings right now, now that she's in seventh grade, you know, sometimes in the morning I'll say, you know, what do you want for breakfast? And she'll say nothing. And it's like, okay. Um, you know, sometimes I'll say, I'll make you some eggs if you want. And she'll like, no. Um, or she'll go through a phase of only wanting uh, English muffins with cream cheese. And then she hates English muffins and cream cheese. And so it's like, well, whatever. Um, I try not to get him too hysterical about it. Um, 
So I think that's so healthy because the the minute that you get hysterical, then Mm -hmm. she'll get hysterical and then you're fighting an uphill battle. Yeah. And I mean, I do bring her grocery shopping with me. She's gardened with me. Um, We were just talking the other day. I always take her strawberry picking in the spring and, Uh um, you know, she's like, yeah, I eat too many strawberries. I'm not really into strawberries anymore. <laughs> oh. Like, how can you not be into strawberries? <laughs> That's crazy. Yes. Strawberries are amazing. And her grandma loves them. <laughs> oh. so, yes. Yeah. I, I think those opinions, that's so interesting that you say that because I've been told most of my life that, you know, I need to I need to grow up here. I need to develop some self-confidence and, you know, what in the world, you know, kind of thing. And I think that comes with the, you know, eyes apologizing or asking permission, you know, kind of thing, or making a decision and then asking, you know, do you think that was the right thing to do? You know, and it's not terribly flattering. Um, And I think people enjoy being with and um, not just being with, but but how do I want to say it? Um, they like that confidence. They yes, enjoy that yes. confidence because it helps them um, kind of know who you are and what you're about. You know, um, mm-hmm. I can remember there was one young man that I dated in high school and he'd say, okay, we've got an evening to ourselves. What would you like to do tonight? Would you like to go to a movie? Would you like to just go for a walk? Would you like to go sit on a bench by the lake? And I'd say, oh, whatever you want to do. And finally, one night, he just let me have it. And he said, you know, what I want to do is what you want to do, but I have no idea what that is. <laughs> and it's kind of that same thing, you know, not being it gets tiring, enough. always being the decision maker. Sometimes you want yes. to, to share that responsibility instead of always being the one. Exactly. Let me hear your thought. Let me hear your idea, you know, kind of thing. And, and I think that being self-conscious Mm-hmm. you know, not in the positive way, right, really does affect your ability to, to put out there what you need or what you want or that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, you know, part of that is birth order, you know, being the youngest, you were never asked what you wanted, you were told what you wanted. Ah! So there was some of that, you know, because um, I was the little sister, you know, I had two older sisters, and, and they were usually telling me what I was going to do and when I was going to do it. So, you know, wow. it does affect some things. Now you were the oldest. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, you often were the one that you got to pick, right? And your sister followed yeah. you yep. pretty much. Um, yep. What does she say? You were her hero. Exactly. So, you know, mm-hmm. there was a lot of, um, a lot of confidence placed in you and you owned it. You know, you showed it, you accepted it. And I don't I know that I thought about it though. It was just, you probably you, not. You do what, what, what's presented to you. I mean, and it's like, um, when you, when you talk about making choices or be given the opportunity to choose, it's like, okay, like Easter dinner that's coming up and you're asking me what to bring. It's like, it's not that I'm, it's like, I'm not going to be wishy-washy. It's like, is this okay? Or is that okay? It's like, I just haven't made the decision yet. I'm going to make the decision, right. but you know, it's, it's just not been made yet. It's like, you don't, you know, any, there are 92 trillion things that would be fine to bring. And well, there's just, one thing you have to bring the rutabaga. 
The rutabaga. Yeah. Do not <laughs> come to my house on Easter without rutabaga because we'll both be so disappointed. Right? Oh, I love the rutabaga. Yes. Every, uh -huh. I don't make rutabaga except for Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter. Yes. I know. I know. It's something to look forward to because it mm -hmm. isn't something we have every day. No, no. Yeah. And it smells anyway. at my house instead of your house that way. I love it. <laughs> works for you. Of course, the smell to me is not a negative, but I know to other people, like, what is that smell? What is that you know? smell? Uh, yes. I love flavored it. Flavored vegetables do tend to do that. It's peppery. peppery. Wouldn't you think it's peppery? It smells yeah. peppery. Yes, I would, I would say that definitely. Yeah. So what do you think is the, okay, how do I want to voice this? I mean, we know that I'm too old to make dramatic changes. So they say, well, I was going to say, I, I, what? I've never ever said who they is. I've never figured <laughs> that one out, but you know, I think that at this ripe old age, that it's probably time to let go of scabby eyes and big ears and, mm -hmm. um, being the ugly duckling in the family. And, um, <laughs> Oh, I, I'm going to pick on my sister again. She, she gave me a birthday card that said, let's see, I've got it here somewhere, but it was just so sandy. I couldn't believe it. It was like, as you get older, you know, as my sister, you're really cool. There's only one thing that would, that would uh, happen if you were cooler and you open it up and it said, you'd be me. <laughs> and I, I thought, no, that is typical Sandy. You know, I paraphrased a little. I can't remember exactly how it was, but I included exactly. because it was so Sandy, you know, and I love that confidence she has. And yet she does question it, doesn't she? Oh, yes. So she, I think she sometimes covers up the insecurity by, you know, that, that persona. Mm -hmm. I think right. so too. And yeah, I mean, not with what, other people, I think with you especially. Yeah. 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 And with, with you, you guys, because she, you know, she trusts that's, you know, you're going to give her an honest <laughs> And then opinion. we slam her. <laughs> we do just what we're saying is naughty to do. Right. Oh <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty interesting. So I think taking that into regard, I'm going to go back to the early part of my writing and talk about the fact that I kind of adopted you two as my kids early yep. on before I had a son. Mm -hmm. And I've often said to both of you, I really mm -hmm. identify with you and many of your opinions and the things you love to do, being a lifetime learner, mm -hmm. all of those things. Oh, I feel those on an internal basis yep. for myself. Yep. And then I go visit with your sister, Michelle, and <laughs> We have so many similar traits. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'll never be as organized as she is, but we have other traits that are so much alike. And I do think that mm -hmm. being um, your aunt and basically going, what was it? Mm -hmm. Probably, well, 40 years with no children, with you two right. being my go-tos for, yep. you know, my surrogating, surrogating. Um, <laughs> well, you if do that's a word. I yeah. think I just made up another one. I think you I, did I that from time to time. Surrogating. But I do see 
that we have similarities. And, you know, mm-hmm. your mama said the same thing, two halves make a whole, right? Yes, yes. And I agree. I agree. I, I mean, I can identify with either of you because I think I share so many of the traits that both of you have. Well, so, I mean, is it the chicken or the egg that came first? I mean, do we have such a close connection because we spend so much time together or do we spend so much time together because we have such a close connection? Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. I think they're both correct. I, mm-hmm. I do because as we both know, there was quite a bit of time that I wasn't in Wisconsin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't think yeah. it really affected our being close. No, not at all. And we could pick up the phone and in 30 seconds catch up. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I think, I think both things apply. I, I think right. the time together, sometimes I wish I'd never come home because you got to see the real me. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> on the pedestal I used to be on. <laughs> but I, I do enjoy that you guys know where my heart is mm-hmm. coming from and I know yeah. more about you. And, you know, so mm-hmm. I think it's, I think this closeness we have, the four of us, is a little bit unusual. Do you? But I think we have the closeness because of the the work we do to develop that closeness. Yes. Yes. Right? We make time for each other. We get together mm-hmm. once a week and meet for this dinner and we write and, mm-hmm. and we share our writing. So I get to yep. hear as different as they are, I right. get to share what every one of you yeah. thinks about different subjects. I mean, literally we've been doing our blog for seven years. There was one year that we only, you know, just, I don't, I don't think we published more than just once or twice. I think we piddle farted around. We did. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, since then, I mean, I mean, that is really dedication to not only this process, but our relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I'd greatly miss it if we weren't getting together Mm -hmm. regularly. It's part of who I am at this point. It makes me feel whole, you know, it's so instead of two halves make a whole, I feel like four quarters make a whole. Make a whole. <laughs> okay. Well, Judy, on that pleasant note, we're going to wrap things up here and uh, call it a day. And I look forward to talking to you next week about whatever we're writing about. Isn't that crazy? I just went, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So when you talk to, um, Oh, and by the way, my writing is on Wednesday this week. I looked it up. Um, Thank you. I'm on Wednesday and, and um, I think Michelle is on Thursday. Okay. I can't remember, but anyway, (laughs) on on one of the ones before the end of the week, you better share share with us what our next week is. So we're ready. Okay. No doubt. Okay. Love you, organization. Okay. (laughs) Talk to you you later. Bye-bye. Bye. And before we call it a wrap, I just want to say that I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the podcast, just go to the Sidetrack Sisters page or the Sidetrack Legacies group on Facebook. We would love to engage with you and grow together on this legacy journey. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please, please be sure to leave a review for us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us to be notified of new episodes. So, that about does it. Thank you so much for listening today. Our goal for this podcast is to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into the memories, find the wisdom, and write it down. (laughs) 
as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care.